I don't care if they remember me. Only Jesus. This is Dreamwalker in 1960. As a reminder, you can read the transcripts of all my podcasts at dreamwalker1960.com. You can use most podcast platforms if you wish to listen. All you need to do is do a search for Dreamwalker 1960. When I post my podcast, I'll place a link to it on Facebook. As you may know, you can advertise here as well, which I do. One of these times, someone asked me why they were getting contacted by the ad. My reply, people may be performing the actions, but God does the targeting. Maybe he's trying to get your attention. They replied with this. You seem to have forgotten that a person paid for this ad to target me. Someone's imaginary friend didn't pay for it. My final reply was this. To be accurate, the targeted audience was Bible and Bible study Christian. Due to your response, I returned to my reply. People may be performing the actions, but God does the targeting. Maybe he's trying to get your attention. So since you do not include yourself in this group, my imaginary friend targeted you and is trying to get your attention. Have a good day. This is the Bible verse I was led to. 2 Peter chapter 3, verse 9. The Lord isn't really being slow about his promise, as some people think. No, he is being patient for your sake. He does not want anyone to be destroyed, but wants everyone to repent. It has been nearly 2,000 years since the stone was removed from the tomb, and Jesus Christ walked out of it fully healed, save for the nail holes in his wrist and ankles as well as the wound in his side where the spear was pushed into him to verify he was dead upon the cross only a few days earlier. As I have shown in other studies on this podcast, that the Bible is true history. Since it is true history, it verifies that Jesus is real, and thus God is real, and the creator of everything. So when by chance, quote-unquote, my imaginary friend causes someone to read something about him, it is not an accident. For as the verse shows, God does not wish anyone to destroy themselves through living in sin. Also, that we all are under his timetable, not our own. If for some strange reason you find yourself confronted with something from someone's imaginary friend, that happens to speak of not living in sin, of living an eternal life. It is not by chance or mistake or accident. It is God trying to show you He is real. It is God wishing for you to seek salvation. It is God talking to those that believe in Him. However, they are not living in a righteous life. They need to fix their relationship with He who deserves our loyalty and worship. To those that have listened to people that insist that they are in the right, yet they deny the existence of God, saying that belief in God is a belief in a myth. Scholars have established that a myth does not begin until 150 years after a person dies. Why? 
because no one is around that lived when the person the myth is created about is around to counter said myth. While the letters that became the New Testament started to appear in under 20 years after the crucifixion and resurrection, many could have countered the letters, but none could. Not even the Pharisees or the Romans. So my imaginary friend is not imaginary, but real. Colossians chapter 1 verses 15 through 20. Christ is the visible image of the invisible God. He existed before anything was created and is supreme over all creation. For through him God created everything in the heavenly realms and on the earth. He made the things we can see and the things we can't see, such as thrones, kingdoms, rulers, and authorities in the unseen world. Everything was created through him and for him. He existed before everything else, and he holds all creation together. Christ is also the head of the church, which is his body. He is the beginning, supreme over all who raise from the dead. So he is first in everything, for God is in his fullness and pleased to live in Christ. And through him, God reconciled everything to himself. He made peace and everything in heaven and on earth by means of Christ's blood on the cross. Yes, it is through Jesus Christ's sacrifice that all of humanity has a chance at salvation. However, they must know of him. They need to listen to themselves and not what others tell them. They need to study the Bible and learn for themselves what it is to seek after salvation, as well as eternal life. Not for our children's children's children, but for everyone that is alive now. Something those that call God and His Son a myth cannot offer. Why? Because they live the myth, the fiction. 1 Timothy chapter 1, verse 4 Don't let them waste their time in endless discussions of myths and spiritual pedigrees. These things only lead to meaningless speculation, which don't help people live a life of faith in God. Colossians chapter 2, verse 8. Don't let anyone capture you with empty philosophies and high-sounding nonsense that comes from human thinking and from the spiritual powers of this world, rather than from Christ. As you can see from these verses, God has always known that there were and would be those that only lived for the here and now, for this temporal world of existence. They would call things they could not accept or see a myth, a fantasy. They do their best to diminish and disqualify things that shows the events found within the Bible to have happened, to have been real events called history. Jesus Christ told us that when it was near the time for his return, those that believe in calling the truth a myth would grow. We are also told that in this time would be the time of the last letter given to the seven churches in the second and third chapter of the book of Revelation. Most of those that are the quote-unquote church would be seeking after worldly wealth, leisure, and pleasure called the quote-unquote lukewarm, 
and seen as worse than those that believe in myth more than truth. It is due to this that those that deny God, that defy God, grow and have such control over all. It is due to this that we know we are in the end times. It is due to this when the truth is finally revealed, unaccountable amounts of people will acknowledge that God is real and accept Jesus Christ as their Savior and will die to stand before the throne and he who sits upon it. Revelation chapter 7 verses 9 through 14. After this I saw a vast crowd, too great to count, from every nation and tribe and people and language, standing in front of the throne and before the Lamb. They were clothed in white and held palm branches in their hands, and they were shouting with a great roar, Salvation comes from our God who sits on the throne and from the Lamb. And all the angels were standing around the throne and around the elders and the twenty-four living beings. And they fell before the throne with their faces to the ground and worshipped God. They sang, Amen, blessing and glory and wisdom and thanksgiving and honor and power and strength belong to our God forever and ever. Amen. Then one of the twenty-four elders asked me, Who are these who are clothed in white? Where do they come from? And I said to him, Sir, you are the one who knows. Then he said to me, These are the ones who died in the great tribulation. They have washed their robes in the blood of the Lamb and made them white. Is there removal from the world that will allow the Antichrist to finally be revealed and desecrate the Holy of Holies in the third temple that has yet to be built? Second Thessalonians chapter 2, verse 7 For this lawlessness is already at work secretly, and it will remain secret until the one who is holding it back steps out of the way. Those of the world have released stories, have released myths, fantasies. In these stories, they take from the story of reality, the Bible. When it is darkest, when it is midnight, it is then that the light of salvation will return. It is then that Jesus Christ will return. We are living in the night now. For as I mentioned before, the signs of the end times, the signs that we are in the darkness, the signs that we are approaching midnight are all about us, both within and outside the church. God will address those outside the church. However, it is up to those that profess of being of the body are required to help address those that call themselves Christian. I do this through my blog and these podcasts. It is up to you, the listener, to acknowledge and help or change your ways. I mentioned that the last letter of the book of Revelation as the warning to those that live in this time of darkness. I will now read it so you can hear, so you can hear the words of the glorified Jesus Christ. Revelations chapter 3, 14 through 22. Write this letter to the angel of the church in Laodicea. This is the message from the one who is the Amen, the faithful and true witness, the beginning of God's new creation. I know all the things you do, that you are neither hot nor cold. 
I wish that you were one of the other. But since you are like lukewarm water, neither hot nor cold, I will spit you out of my mouth. You say, I am rich. I have everything I want. I don't need a thing. And you don't realize that you are wretched and miserable and poor and blind and naked. So I advise you to buy gold from me, gold that has been purified by fire. Then you will be rich. Also buy white garments from me, so you will not be ashamed by your nakedness. An ointment for your eyes, so you will be able to see. I correct and discipline everyone I love. So be diligent and turn from your indifference. Look, I stand at the door and knock. If you hear my voice and open the door, I will come in, and we will share a meal together as friends. Those who are victorious will sit with me on my throne, just as I was victorious and sat with my father on his throne. Anyone with ears to hear must listen to the Spirit and understand what he is saying to the churches. As many as I love, I will rebuke and chasten. Be zealous, therefore, and repent. Christ makes it clear that he loves those within this current church. He makes it clear that due to this love, he will rebuke and chasten us if we have not listened. Rebuke means to admonish, convict, convince, to show the error we live within. Chasten means to train up, to educate through punishment and discipline. So do as the glorified Jesus Christ commands you to do. Have the strong desire to fix the errors of your ways and leave the riches of this world behind for the riches that can only be found in the presence of God. The riches that will cleanse your dirty garments clean once again by bowing to your Savior and begging forgiveness for not following the true path of salvation. Surrender those things of the world for those things Jesus Christ tells us to seek after in these verses. The purification of our souls, which is the purified gold. To be clothed white again in our salvation before it is torn from us and taken forever away from us. To be filled with the ointment, which is the Holy Spirit, which allows those that receive it the ability to see the truth. God bless. Make it count, leave a mark, build a name for yourself. Dream your dreams, chase your heart above all else. Make a name the world remembers. But all in Sell his empty dreams. I got lost in the light, but it was up to me to make a name the world remembers. But Jesus is the only name to remember. And I